When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. My turn already. Wow. It's just getting comfy. Good evening. My name is Bender Bones, and my pronouns are he, him. I am an ordained minister of the Satanic Temple, and I am here to speak on behalf of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, which includes our members and ministers living within Ottawa County. In regards to the Constitutional County Resolution, I want to thank the County Board and the Ottawa Impact Organization for their declaration of intent to uphold the values enshrined in our Constitution. Our constitutional rights are our most cherished assets as United States citizens, and even more so as Satanists. The First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor restrict the free exercise thereof. This establishment clause is the driving force for freedom of religion in the United States and the greatest restraint for the encroachment of theocracy. The West Michigan Congregation of the Satanic Temple applauds this commission for its commitment to upholding the religious freedoms for all. Our religious values include bodily autonomy, acting with compassion and empathy, and embracing pluralism. These values are core to our deeply held beliefs as Satanists, and we are always pleased to see these values upheld by governments at all levels. I observe that these city commission meetings begin with prayers and invocations. I am pleased that by swearing this oath to uphold these freedoms, it opens the door to make Ottawa County a place where Satanism will grow and thrive. As a sign of support, the Satanic Temple of West Michigan would like to begin the process of becoming involved with opening prayers at these meetings. The Satanic Temple of West Michigan is also excited to celebrate the holidays with the residents of Ottawa County, as we are always looking forward to opportunities where our goat display would be a fitting representation for the Satanic community. And we'll always be looking out for opportunities for Satanism and other religious groups to work together to build up a stronger and more diverse community. In closing, I want to thank everyone in support of the Constitutional County Resolution for strengthening the rights and freedoms of Satanists of the Satanic Temple, West Michigan. I am proud to know that Ottawa County will become a stronghold for Satanists of all types 
and I am looking forward to seeing what the Satanic Temple of West Michigan and the municipalities of Ottawa County can do when we work together under the banner of religious freedom. Hail Ottawa County and hail Satan. Thank you. And we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by Reverend Bender Bones from the Satanic Temple of West Michigan. Reverend, how are you? I am well. How are you doing, Eric Zane? Never better. Never better. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for okay. having me. Yo, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I got to start with the Ottawa County Commission meeting. Um, where, of course. You know, we only see static camera where you walk up to the podium and, you know, you, you, you're very well written, poignant. You use your time well. And you, and you said what you wanted to say, considering they were talking about having freedom of religion, you said, this is a perfect opportunity to stake my claim. And that's what you did. Correct. Yep. I came from my slice of that pie and, uh, <laughs> the slice for all of the satanic temple of West Michigan. So, uh, we are a operating religious organization in West Michigan. And if they're going to, as in they, I mean, Ottawa County, Ottawa impact these people, if they're going to invite religion into the public sphere, then. I'm going to step in myself. What were the, uh, because a lot of times the commissioners, I mean, they're hearing a lot of comments. You were probably like three, I think you sat there for three and a half hours before you got to talk, right? It was a long night. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it, I, I'm guessing they're, they're not like listening intently to everyone. Are their heads down looking at their phone? Is it shit like that? Yeah. You know, lots of chitter chatter. Um, I'm sure the uh, commissioners were just bored out of their minds. You know, um, I, I can only imagine that as far as the resolution is concerned, there had to be minds made up before they entered the chambers that day. Um, I mean, I can only speculate that that's the case. So all the petitions didn't really, you know, they're, they're the chance, the public's chance to be able to speak up, but whether they had any bearing on anything, it's, yeah. Did, you know, did, negligible did their, uh, to say the least. Did their ears perk up when you started talking? Like, like a oh, little different. Yes. Um, as soon as I dropped the uh, minister of Satan of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, the the hush followed by the shock and awe of the room. It was it was an experience that um, I wish I didn't have to be so focused on the moment so I could have just kind of sucked it in a little bit because it was uh, kind of a tense moment for myself. So, um, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of the appreciation for what happened was kind of in retrospect and upon going and seeing the video and stuff like that. So being able to see some of the reactions around were uh, a surprise to me because I just kind of went in with uh, to, to send my message, you know, that yeah. was my number one priority. And I was focused and, you know, pacing around the hallway before my piece to, uh, you know, having an anxiety attack and trying to recite yeah, this thing right. to myself, yeah. knowing that I'm going in and putting a large target right on my forehead okay. to uh, some of these people. So, oh, yeah. And in, in particular, I've watched it and like, I would like pay attention to, um, I, I'd watch it many times. And then each time I watch a different person in the background, I just focus on them. And the one lady who's, she's praying, she's actually praying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that and, uh, um, oh. that's given me quite a lot of uh, enjoyment to be able to see just some of the responses there. So, you know, it's uh, 
I'm, I'm obviously strengthening the religious communities and bringing people closer to their preferred God. So, I mean, okay. I think in a way you could say I'm doing the public a favor by giving right. these people something to pray for, you know? Um, <laughs> now as Ottawa County, since January, this, this group took over and they, uh, I, I, you know, they, they, they rallied the troops and they, they won. So, um, have you've, when did you get the idea to present this? How did this kind of, uh, come to fruition in your brain to present what you presented at the commission meeting? Um, so I, myself as an individual, not necessarily as a representative from the satanic temple, West Michigan, am a very politically motivated person. And, you know, I, I'm involved with, uh, a lot of the politics around West Michigan and Grand Rapids, Ottawa County, uh, Kalamazoo, all those kind of areas. I'm, I'm always keeping it, tr keeping track on what's going on politically. Um, I started seeing kind of what's going on with Ottawa County and some of the uh, issues and criticisms that are coming about from an organization like that. And just was watching the whole time, kind of uh, wondering how or if religion was going to be pulled into involvement in this. And I kind of uh, waited and bided my time and eventually we had this commission meeting where I finally had a chance to go in and say my part and, uh, you know, kind of ex enthusiastically explain how I'm ready to be part of this community and I'm ready to support the freedom of religion to expand our community and make it more diverse and more welcoming for diverse people. How will, how willing are you to run out the ground ball to get, um, if prayers are going to be, um, brought into the beginning of the commission meetings. How far are you willing to go to run out the ground ball to getting prayers concerning the satanic temple of West Michigan said at the start of the meetings? So it is something that I am committed to. Um, I am in the process of organizing a sort of Ottawa County tax task force within the West Michigan congregation of the satanic temple. So we're going to be having people who are going to be watching the local politics, keeping an eye on meetings, um, gathering and running documents, um, collecting data, and just kind of just begin a watchful eye on the processes in Ottawa County. And we're just going to figure out where we can lawfully have our, our claim in, in some of those spaces. And in, in including... The, the goat display, the state of Michigan over the holidays puts the goat display on the property, correct? This is correct. Yep. Okay. Our uh, annual Yule Goat celebration takes place every solstice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got a, a ton of questions because I, I think that when people hear the term satanic, I know I did, um, uh, I, I'm thinking of a uh, red guy, horns, tail, pitchfork, fire and brimstone. That is the extent of my knowledge. Um, okay. And then after I read a little bit, cause I said, well, that, you know, I, I, I used talking made me want to know more. So a couple of my audience members and I looked up the, uh, tenets, these seven tenets that, um, make up the satanic temple and they're all very good things. Uh, and I encourage people, I'll include the link in, uh, in, in the show notes of this audio podcast when we're done about it. And they're all very, very good things that you would hear in a lot of uh, various organizations that uh, uh, have religious uh, uh, overtones and things like that. Can you explain what's going on there? 
So um, my personal kind of phrase for what Satanism is, is I call it secular humanism. That's spicy, spicy secular humanism. So um, we have a lot of the moral values and concepts involved in humanism, which is includes the power to be able to determine right from wrong based on evaluating harm to other people. I think um, that's kind of the central idea of secular humanism. And I think what Satanism in the scope of the satanic temple does is kind of slaps a figurehead, a metaphorical figurehead onto these values and sort of makes these values kind of ascend to almost a religious type philosophy. So um, the main idea with how we see the character of Satan is a uh, he's based off of a lot of romantic era literature. Um, one of the big ones is going to be Paradise Lost by John Milton. Um, that is a classic piece that is one of the first in history to kind of depict the character of Satan, Lucifer, as a tragic hero, kind of made into a villain after the fact, but was just kind of a character involved in their own tragedies that led them to do certain events. Um, expanded on that is a piece of literature from the early 20th century called The Revolts of the Angels, which uh, is kind of a unofficial sequel to Paradise Lost, but kind of expands on the character of Satan and the influence through history and kind of guiding humanity through these dark ages into modern times. Um, just it's, it's a religion that's built on a lot of different philosophies and um, fictional literature. So we don't necessarily see anything. We don't see a real, true, physical Satan. Um, Satan is just a, a mythological character from a book, from you know okay. the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then we like to expand on that character through romantic literature in which we can derive values from this character and put these onto ourselves. There's nothing evil about you. There's nothing evil about what you believe. You don't believe uh, that that well. You you don't have uh, an, an evil uh, a, a backdrop for any of this, correct? I mean, evil has nothing to do with it. Absolutely not. We want to help our communities. We want to see people be happy and healthy and be the best versions of themselves. We want to see things like poverty eliminated and injustices resolved. Um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of altruism in this modern concept of Satanism. So, yeah, the idea of harming others is really just it, it's mostly what you'd see in old horror movies. It's not really based on what any modern interpretation of what Satanism is. OK, I've gotten some questions from some folks. Um, one, in fact, is uh, if I and I, I apologize, the naivety in a lot of these and i hope that they don't come off as insulting because you probably get a lot of shit like this you know people who just no don't problem. Know i mean i didn't know shit about this so <laughs> to hear you explain it in a matter of fact way is i mean it's actually quite a uh a benefit to all of us you know knowledge is power as they say exactly um, you know you're a blank slate and you're willing to learn and i have a lot of respect for that because that's Very more good. than what a lot of people will give us. Well, they just hear the name Satan and they think that you're a psychopath and you're trying to kill us. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here you go. If Jesus referred to Satan as the father of lies, 
How can we believe anything they say, meaning you, as you're claiming to be Satanist, if you don't believe in Satan, why are you using his name? So if you don't believe my words, then I hope people can believe the actions of myself and my community, because we are doing good things and we are trying to build our community. So if you don't want to believe what I say, that's absolutely fine by me. I will let my actions speak for themselves. As far as using Satan, um, Satan is kind of the, the archetype figure for our philosophy um, because there's that stigma the idea of being able to use a mythical character that people have determined to be the ultimate evil, the uh, cosmic boogeyman, as I like to call him, um, kind of the idea of being able to use that character and say, no, we're going to associate this character who's been historically a bad character with good. We're going to take the good things that we think that other prominent religious groups should have been doing for centuries, and we're just going to go out and do it. And we're going to do so while kind of using the name of that e evil archetype to kind of bring about an irony in the situation. So the concept of using Satan as the archetype is not really random or without okay. meaning. I mean, if you look at that city commission meeting, do you think that there's any other mythological character that could have invoked such a reaction from a crowd other than Satan? You know, if I came in saying that I am for the Temple of Thor, would we see the pearl clutching that happened? You know, oh, there is there is power in mythology and our perception of the world. Um, with that being said, when you hear about somebody who does something terrible and murders someone and they say, I did it for Satan, how do you, I mean, what what goes through your mind when you hear that? Well, um, there is a lot of skepticism as uh, through the 80s and 90s, we suffered a time called the satanic panic, which was a time where we did see a lot of arrests and convictions for what was called satanic ritual abuse. Um, decades later, we're finding that a lot of these lawyers were frauds and that a lot of the therapists and police and detectives all kind of had a political motive involved. So whenever I kind of hear about Satanism in the news, I am skeptical of it. And I want to do more research. And with, without a doubt, there are satanic groups who do commit crimes. And they, they do exist. Um, we can't be ignorant of it. However, they are usually just solitary practitioners of people who need help with their mental health. They need mental health professionals and they need people who love them to look for indications that these people could be doing things that are illegal or harmful. And we gotta, we gotta stand up and, and help those kind of people. You know, um, as far as the satanic temple is concerned, uh, we do keep an eye on the conduct of our, of our members. I know I, as co-head, I'm often looking out for conduct. And if we see anything that seems to involve criminal behavior or any sort of misconduct, there will be investigations done on my end and on with people higher up than me. So we can make sure that justice is served wherever it needs to be served. I can't really think of any other group of people that just the name of your organization invokes a predetermined uh, assumption of every single one of you. That that's uh, it's kind of like an uphill battle for you uh, in terms of being able to, uh, you know, 
convince people otherwise is that is that like your biggest challenge um it's a blessing and a curse i would say um you know being able to kind of use the name of satan for shock is very beneficial in places where we want it to be but then there's also times where we do want to do helpful things for other people where the idea of satan can be harmful um such as um such as uh, we were having difficulty getting involved with protests that involve racial justice because there are racial justice groups that wouldn't feel comfortable with the Satanists showing up to support them, even though we are on the same side. It's a right. situation where it is more beneficial for us to to take off the the Satan clothing and the jewelry and march as individuals rather than march as the Satanic Temple West right, Michigan. Right. You know, so there is kind of that that balance where we have to understand where where Satan is needed and where Satan is not needed. Have you ever encountered a, a Christian group that was um, like accepting of you? We're like, hey, these Satanists, I like them. You know, has that ever manifested? Have you tried to uh, foster? I know it sounds ridiculous, but I mean, I can just I can just imagine somehow that taking place somewhere in time. There are a lot of reasonable Christians out there who see what we're doing and kind of see the irony that's being exploited and kind of see what we're doing for what it is for being altruistic and actually trying to help make a better world for everyone. You know, um, obviously not all Christians are radical nationalists. You know, most Christians are actually very decent, nice people. And the ones who do take a moment to kind of listen to what we're doing and that we're, we're here just to be good to our communities. A, a lot of them are receptive to that and are, are happy to kind of have us around and, you know, they'll, they'll pick up a hammer with us and, you know, work because overall, like we all just want cleaner, happier, healthier communities. At the end of the day, you know, I think a, a re any religious organization that's worth anything in this world at the end of the day should be leaving this world a cleaner, better place than they found it in the morning. Um, let's see. I've got a number of people who had some other questions too. This is all fantastic, no by the way, you're doing a great job. Uh, Aram, Aram has some questions. He says, what is the difference between worshiping oneself and the negative connotation of selfishness? As I understand it, the church of Satan is the form of atheism, except a person worships his or herself. Okay. Um, well, to clarify, I am the Satanic Temple. Church of Satan is a distinct organization that we uh, okay. have a little bit of disputes with. So the Satanic Temple was founded in 2013. We're separating or celebrating our tenure this year. Uh, okay. The Church of Satan was founded in the 1960s. Um, minor thing, everyone will get it wrong. We're used to that, so nobody worry about anything. Okay. Um, but the idea of self-worship, actually, I just sat in on a seminar yesterday talking about self-worship. Um, so self-worship is really kind of just a concept of being able to take care of yourself uh, mentally and physically and like taking time to be able to preserve yourself and make yourself feel comfortable and good. Uh, you know, kind of the idea of of celebrating victories or celebrating a a tough day at the office or something, just remembering that we have this experience on earth that we're living and we need to take it in and slow down a little bit to be able to appreciate what this life has to offer. And I think that's kind of a big thing with uh, 
what makes self-worship for important for us. As far as getting into selfishness, um, you know, I, I think our tenants guide us to not be selfish. You know, everybody interprets the tenants in their own personal way, but I think there is kind of a, a guiding principle within our tenants that lead us to wanting to not act selfishly in, in most matters, but also it does leave room for selfishness to be acceptable behavior. Our first tenant says that one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures within accordance to reason. And that accordance to reason is sort of the, the idea to say there is a point where it's okay to say I'm taking care of myself. I will show compassion and empathy to myself and that is reasonable. Or if someone else is consistently harming you rather than turning the other cheek, you know, um, the, the tenets yeah. of the satanic temple kind of say, it's okay to close the door on this person and say, no more of this. I will, I will no longer allow myself to be harmed by you. Absolutely. So there is a little bit of selfishness, but selfishness is sort of a method of self-preservation. It absolutely. In, in some aspects. It's kind of like live to fight another day. I, I, act, I read it all. I read all the tenets and I go, well, what, there's nothing fucking wrong here. All of this makes perfect sense to me. Um, not that I'm, uh, I can't say that I'm going to go out and become a Satanist, <laughs> but at the same time, it seems like you're striving for a lot of things that are, that make sense to me. Um, how did yeah. you, how did, how did you get to this point? I mean, uh, you know, you, you grew up, I don't know where you grew up. Did you grew up in West Michigan. Yes, I did. Okay. Grew up in West um, Michigan. And then at some point, what, what took you down this road? Um, so I actually grew up in a very Christian household, um, went to church my whole life until about 18. I was uh, Lutheran and non-denominational kind of simultaneously. Um, and was heavily involved with all the Christian churches that I went to. Um, I went to Lutheran summer camps, schools, musical lessons, um, youth groups, you name it. Um, I went to a non-denominational church, which I won't say what it is, but it's one that's very popular for kids to learn how to play pool. Um, and we, I, I grew up kind of in that church environment, but also kind of naturally skeptical. So began kind of asking the questions about the legitimacy of the faith that I was brought up in. And, um, you know, as I got older, I kind of chipped away from the Christianity and went more metaphysical. I tried to get into Wicca and paganistic kind of philosophies for a minute. Uh, that didn't really work out for me. And then I went just kind of solid atheist slash anti-theist uh, with a heavy drive kind of against the encroachment of religion after kind of seeing it chip apart in front of me. And finding the satanic temple was just kind of like a way to put my personal life philosophy into action. For me, it was reading the seven tenets and kind of having the same reaction you did, Eric, where I read the tenets and I said, I already do this. This is my life. Like this is, this is how I've been living for my entire adult life now. And it's incredible to see my life philosophy put into words. So I, be, I began just kind of watching and seeing what they're doing, seeing some of the activism that's involved with uh, a lot of their members. And eventually I just got to a point where seeing the trend of um, 
religious nationalism in the United States, I just kind of had to okay. step in and say, you know what, it's it's time. It's time I for see. me to get involved, and this is how I do it. Is this based on uh, the recent events? Was there been a lot of uh, right wingers who have kind of hijacked Christianity, and and they're, they've now distorted it. It's become mutilated and bastardized, and they're uh, it's 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 Christianity. Uh, from the far right standpoint, they're bullies. Um, did that, has that kind of, is this uh, fit into the timeline of your progression through this? Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of members of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan who are political or who have a bit of political motivation. Uh, the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, we only focus on the purely religious aspects, but we do see that other religious groups are tying a lot of other nationalistic ideas into Christianity. And I think there's a lot of people who see Satanism as a, a tool in the toolbox to be able to stand up and do something different. Why not just support a church that has the same ideas and principles as what you see in the satanic church that isn't supporting using Satan. Like there's, there's dozens of churches who uh, line up in the same ideological scope as the satanic temple, but they're, but the religious organizations, what's why, how come you don't go with those churches? Well, for a lot of our membership, there's a natural distrust toward Christianity or toward uh, most organized religious structures. Uh, you know, we have a lot of members who did suffer some type of abuse or some type of uh, chastisement from religious communities that they grew up in. And they're, this is kind of a way for them to escape from that shame and that guilt that they felt while they were involved in these major religions and find a religious expression that really celebrates them for being themselves. Um, so I think there's that drive for many of our members who feel that. And then just in general, a lot of us would disagree with the Christian philosophy um, work, you know, working with churches. It would be hard for me to necessarily work with a church that proclaims uh, submission to a figure that I don't believe exists. So that's not really an in organization that I want to work with. I think there are churches that do wonderful work. They're not, they're not all bad. There are wonderful churches all over West Michigan and the country in general, but it's, it's not our place. It's not right. where we belong. So just to be clear, what you just said also applies to Satan. There's not an underworld. There's not evil in the world. That's, that's used to illustrate your uh, idea. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but am I, I think I'm getting it, but it's hard for me to kind of, yeah. uh, I think it would take time to be able to uh, really it's, decipher it's, this code. It's tough to wrap your head around, but you're doing a great job. Well, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. I, I, uh, I, I liked hearing you talk. I liked seeing everybody react to what you did. I do not like those people. In fact, starting, they, I think they took office right in the beginning of January. Uh, the state of Michigan, you can only uh, start a recall six months after. So I, I, I want to do that. I want these people recalled. I can't stand these animals that are in our county. We're the laughing stock of Michigan. 
and beyond. There's national articles being written about these jokers. And it, it pisses me off, and I'm sure it pisses you off, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make political statements. Uh, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, let me let me get back to this. Adam, Adam uh, has a question. He says, did anybody, when you were there, um, say things like, I'm praying for you, or did they? What, what was the reaction as you're walking out of the room? There was a woman who waited around for a few hours to find me and eventually say me that or tell me that Jesus loves me. Um, pretty normal thing. I have a shocking appearance everywhere I go. So I'm I'm pretty used to it. You shrug it off. It's, you know, something I try to be polite about because I don't think that anyone says that to be a dick. I don't think anyone's saying that with malice or saying that to, to try to harm me. I'm not a vampire. We're telling me that Jesus loves me is going to make me melt in the floor or something like that. Right. So it's kind of just one of those things that I just have to recognize that people don't understand. They probably never will. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. And I, what matters to me is the goodwill that people have more than, more than the uh, little things they might say to me that, kind of missed the point of what I represent. Can I ask a question about like, uh, what's, uh, how do, how do mom and dad factor into this? I mean, I mean, that's, I, I mean, being, I mean, that, that's a lot. I mean, if, if Madison came home and said, dad, I'm joining, um, I would, I of course love her unconditionally, but I, I can, I know that sometimes that things don't go as planned. I mean, take, take me through what's, uh, what's going on in your life. If you, if you may. So it's a, it's a difficult kind of thing for me to talk to with my parents. Um, they are very Christian. Um, you know, I, I was baptized twice. So like, if that kind of gives you an idea of, uh, kind of where I'm coming from. So they know that I am ordained as a minister of Satan that I did announce that because it, it is kind of a big deal thing as far as my life is concerned, you know, and that I do use it to conduct weddings and other ceremonies and other rituals. So being a minister is, it is a real and serious thing. So, you know, I've, I've informed my parents of that and that my ordainment is through the satanic temple. Um, most other conversations I haven't really been able to have, and it doesn't really come up. So I'm worried that sometimes my family just think that I'm, super one dimensional. Like I don't have any actual hobbies because we haven't had the full discussion about what TST is to me and what my involvement is. Yeah, And it's kind of, it's just, yeah, it's a very difficult thing. And a lot of people do have to kind of go covert from their families about it. Uh, there are people who, who lose their families from it. So it's, it is a sad thing. And yeah, it's it's something that I do yep. struggle with myself personally. And again, it's it's OK. You know, we all kind of handle things our own way. I think that if if Madison did that or well, I don't know why I keep saying Madison, any one of my kids, I think I would kind of like get as much information as I could. And then just I don't know. I mean, just love my kids. I just keep it simple, I guess. You know, my my kids have thrown me a curveball a time or two and. And sometimes you just kind of process it. And, and I, and hopefully, uh, cause your mom and dad are probably, I'm looking at you. You're probably about 25. Your mom and dad are probably like my age. Let me guess you're older than 25, right? A little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, 
I really like you. I think I think you've done an amazing job explaining this, and I I think this has been great. Is there uh is there anything that you'd like to add or, or to explain to people or maybe share with them that they can learn more about you, Bender? Um. Well, can I do a plug? Please do. That's what. Do yeah, I, okay. I would love you to do that. I would love you to do that. So the Satanic Temple of West Michigan will have a booth at the Grand Rapids Pride Fair this year. Uh, we are going to be doing destruction rituals all day. They're an incredible experience. We're going to have some merch that we're going to sell. Um, and we are going to be doing a donation drive so we can raise resources for the GR Pride Fest. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, come on down, bring some donations, some nice clothes for people, and uh, help us build up a better community. And then you'll also get to smash some stuff with us if you want. So, yeah, it, <laughs> uh, wait a minute, take me through that. You, you bring something to destroy from your past life. Is that so? What we do is we essentially have ceramic items that people are able to write a visualization of things that have caused them pain and suffering in life. Okay. And we prepare it in a certain way and allow people to choose a smashing object, crowbar, hammer, something like that. And we do a sort of a ritualistic ceremony where people visualize those objects of pain and they destroy them. Oh, all right. Excellent. By smashing. Yep. It's, it's yep. very fun. There's lots of smiles. There's some, some tears, joyful tears. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to come out and see and um yeah if, if people are interested in that we'd love to have you when is the um pride celebration in grand rapids again it is june 17th at calder plaza that is excellent uh it's a big month for people um june being the entire month the uh, pride month i'm sure it'll be great i'm sure you guys will do awesome i uh applaud you and uh i i wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors i hope you're able to uh spread the word with the, uh, the folks who you talk to at the temple and, uh, hopefully, uh, they'll be able to check this out too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for having me and, uh, giving me fair representation. That really does mean a lot in, in this day and age, people who do their research and really truly want to understand things that are hard to understand. I have a lot of respect for that. So I want to say hail Eric Zane. Thank you, Bender. Doing his research. Hail Bender. You know, Roddy James Dio <laughs> used to do this all the time. I was like, yes. I mean, you to scare away sweet. the demons. Yes. <laughs> all right. Gene Simmons. Yes, he does that too. Yep. Bender, Bender, you're the best. Give my best to everybody and uh, hopefully talk to you down the road. Hope so. Thank you, Eric. Thank and you. you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Hail Bender. Satan, everyone. There you go. Hail Satan, says Bender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody, and I appreciate right. you. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you. You too. Goodbye. Goodbye.